Today on Bold Steps, Mark Job explains how submission can lead to power. Let's find out. Your spiritual power is not derived by your spiritual confidence. Your spiritual power is directly in proportion to your willingness to submit to the authority of God Almighty. Welcome to Bold Steps with Pastor Mark Job, President of Moody Bible Institute and Senior Pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Mark, remember learning how to drive? You're going to open the message today with a driving story. I was just thinking about when I turned 16. The day I turned 16, I insisted my parents take me for a driving test in a snowstorm. <laughs> in a snowstorm. <laughs> yeah, so I wasn't going to wait one more day. <laughs> and how did that go? You got I, your license? I passed, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we all have driving stories, don't we? And one of the things that you have to learn is yield. What does that sign mean? <laughs> Very important, yield? right. Yep. And I recently was having D. D knows how to drive. She's been driving for a long time. But in Europe, there's these roundabouts. And um, <laughs> just recently, she wanted to drive a rental car, but she was very nervous about when to yield, who yields. And this message is called Yielding to God. And uh, we're going to talk about when you should yield to God so that you're not confused in that roundabout of life. Yeah, you may be in the car right now as you listen. Let's get started with Bold Steps. <laughs> Many of you know that my I have family that lives in Spain, and I grew up there. And so I go and visit family there. And when we go to Spain, it's typically... I rent a car, and I have to drive a stick shift, and it's in Europe, and there's a lot of roundabouts in Europe. My wife has refused to drive for years that we've gone there because she says, the stick shift, I don't like it, and then we have to go in these roundabouts, and they're very confusing. She says, I never know if I'm supposed to go, if they're supposed to go, whose turn it is. There's several lanes. It's just very confusing, so I don't want to drive there. Well, finally, last summer, I was able to get her to drive. I was going on a trip, and she didn't want to be stuck in the house, so she said, I'll drive. So I sit in the passenger side of the seat and said, okay, honey, here we go. Remember, when you get to a roundabout with multiple lanes, Basically, the rule is whoever gets there first gets to go. If someone else is there, you have to yield. So our first roundabout, we're getting, up, getting to it. She starts to get nervous. Okay, what do I do? What do I do? This car's here. Who got here first? Who got here? I said, okay, just go, honey. So she went in it. She made the first roundabout. Then we get to the next roundabout. She starts to get panicky again. Now, now, whose turn is it? I don't know. Was he first? Was I first? Just calm down. Let's go through. So she went through another. We went through about five roundabouts. By that time, I felt like I was, I was a nervous wreck. Um, but, but her big question is, who goes first? Her big question is, who yields? Aha. Who yields? Yielding is stopping and giving someone else the right of way. And maybe you've driven and seen that as well. There's a yield sign. Some of you barely know what it means because you just never really pay attention to it. 
But a yield sign means that if someone else is there before you, you need to yield the right of way to them. By the way, my wife drove one time, and then after that, she's coaching me on how to drive in Spain. I'm like, honey, you just drove one time, and now you're the expert there. Uh, some of you know what I'm talking about here. But today, I want to talk to you about the yield, the spiritual yield, yielding the right away to God. I want you to take your Bibles and turn to James chapter 4, James the fourth chapter, I'm going to begin reading in verse 6 through 10. James says, but he gives more grace. Say out loud, more grace. He gives more grace. That is why scripture says, God opposes the proud, but he shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, wail, change your laughter to mourning, your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Today I want to talk to you about what it means to yield to God. We have been engaged in 21 days of fasting and prayer. You have been calling out to God. Some of you have fasted for the first time. Uh, some of you have been very intense in your fast. Some of you have fasted to whatever you can. Some of you did a great job. Maybe some of you gave in day two. Uh, but regardless, we have been intensifying our seeking of God together. So if you're taking notes today, I want you to write this down first of all. Number one, greater grace is released to those who walk in the yield of humility. James starts out by telling us, but he gives more grace. Uh, the opposite of that is that he takes grace away. You say, well, what is grace, Pastor. I've defined it multiple times, but let me just define it again. Grace and mercy are like cousins, but they're different. Mercy is God not giving us the punishment that we deserve. Grace is God giving us favor that we've never earned or merited. The grace of God is the favor of God, the blessing of God, the goodness of God that flows into our life even though we don't deserve it. That's grace. And the Bible says that some of us, we attract grace, and some of us are almost as though we have a repellent to grace. Some of us draw the grace of God, and some of us repel the grace of God. And the author, James, tells us that God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Now let me say this. Humility does not earn the grace or favor of God. Because grace cannot be merited, deserved, earned. But humility positions ourselves to receive the grace of God. Some of us are out of position to receive something. Uh, this is a very, very powerful passage and very, very strong 
principle that's given. When you, you say, well, I don't understand why grace is so important. Grace seems like a nice thing to have, but I'm not sure I understand. Well, let me tell you, grace is a little bit like uh, some of the elements that you need in your body. For example, iron. You need iron in your body to be able to exist. If you don't have enough iron, you become anemic. And when you're anemic, you don't have energy. And sometimes you can bleed to death if you're in an accident if you have really low elements of iron. But we don't know we need iron. We don't understand that we need iron. But if you go to the doctor and they do a blood test, they say, oh, you are iron deficient. Now, it can have serious effects on your life, but you may not know how important it is. I feel like spiritually speaking, many of us do not understand how important grace is in our life. It's like iron. Without it, we are really going to struggle, but we need to know how to position ourselves to receive the grace of God. What James is telling us is that the thing that repels the grace of God is pride. Where there is arrogance, pride, a spirit that basically says, God, I don't need you that much. It repels, pushes away the grace of God. In uh, February, I am traveling to Ghana, Africa. And I'm going there because 400 people connected with Moody School of the Bible are graduating. So I'm going to be there Uh, to be a part of their celebration. And um, when I went to the travel uh, agency to prepare for my Ghana trip, uh, the doctor said, you know, you you need to take malaria pills because, you know, you Americans aren't used to malaria. You you haven't built up a a strength against uh, malaria, and so you need to take malaria pills. But the other thing she said is, I would highly, highly encourage you to take this mosquito repellent. And she said, you need to spray it on all your clothes, first of all. It smells a little bit, but it goes away, and it lasts for about three months. She says, the mosquitoes hate this. It's a mosquito repellent. And so that's a good thing for me. Uh, I've been to Africa before, and, you know, they tell you, hey, if you get bit by a mosquito, you could have malaria. So, you know, here you see a mosquito, and you just go like that. In Africa, I'm like, "Ah, the mosquito. I think I saw him. What she encouraged me to put on my clothes is a mosquito repellent. When the mosquitoes get close to this scent, to this smell, to this chemical, they, they get a whiff of it, and immediately they are repelled by it. They immediately flee from it because there's a repellent. Pride, arrogance, haughtiness is a repellent to the grace of God. That when the grace of God gets close to someone that has a spirit of pride, a spirit of arrogance, a spirit of superiority, a spirit of haughtiness about them, That the grace of God goes around them. The grace of God is repelled by someone that operates in a spirit of pride. But when the spirit of God gets close to a spirit of humility, someone that understands that what they have is not because of their own, someone that is constantly pointing to God and saying it's all about God, 
someone that is driven to their knees because they know they can't do it without God, someone that submits their life to the presence and authority and sovereignty of God, then the grace says, aha, I can pour out on this person because I found a spirit of humility. You're listening to Bold Steps, the Bible teaching of Mark Job. We'll continue this message, Yielding to God, right after this quick break. If you haven't been to our website yet, we really encourage you to visit and see all the faith-building resources, opportunities, and sermon series we have available. Just go to boldstepsradio.org and be sure to catch up on any message you might have missed on the radio. You can even have these daily lessons downloaded automatically to your phone or mobile device by subscribing to the Bold Steps podcast. Open up your podcast app and search for Bold Steps with Dr. Mark Job. And there's also a special one-minute feature you can easily hear anytime, no matter what your schedule looks like, by subscribing to the Bold Steps Minute. This convenient 60-second Bible teaching can be added to your podcast lineup, and you can get your daily dose of encouragement and wisdom right where you are at any time of the day. Again, that's the Bold Steps Minute. To learn more, just visit boldstepsminute.org. Now, Continuing our lesson about yielding to God, here's Mark again with some key insights on Proverbs 3, verse 34. Now, I want you to know that when it says God opposes the proud, the language that's used there is military language. In fact, this word resist is literally sets himself in battle array against. It's a military language, which means that when God runs into a proud person, he gets in a defensive mode in resisting the proud that is there. This is a military offensive mode that God is not just, oh, I can't deal with. No, no, no. He gets in a defensive mode against this individual. God resists, sets himself against the proud, but he gives more grace, more grace to the humble. Uh, yesterday, I, my wife and I flew in from Indianapolis, and um, we waited on the runway for two hours. And then finally, we got to Chicago. It's only a 38-minute flight from Indianapolis. It's only a three-and-a-half-hour car drive, but I, we waited on the tarmac because of the weather, they said, for two hours. Then finally, we flew into Chicago, O'Hare Airport. We are tired. Two hours late, and I'm waiting for my luggage. The only one other guy waiting. 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. And finally, I go to the lady and I said, Ma'am, um, I had some luggage. I've been waiting. The taxi's out there. I've been waiting for 25 minutes. Just kind of wondering, is it coming? She said, oh, yeah, she said, they don't like for us to call back there. In fact, she said, if I call back there, they're going to get mad and go slower. (laughs) That's a whole other conversation. We need to do a little bit of management training back there. But finally, she called back, and she came back. She said, oh, sorry, sir. There were so few luggage, we were unmanned. I said, unmanned means they forgot our luggage? Is that what you're saying? Yes, so the supervisor's going to get it. I'm like, okay. But I was at the luggage place 
because I know that that's where I'm supposed to receive my luggage. Now, if I'm not there to receive my luggage, the luggage may come, but I'm not going to get it because I have to be at the baggage claim area. That's exactly the way it is. What God is saying in this passage is that humility doesn't give you the grace of God, but humility positions yourself to be in a place where you can get the grace of God. And if you don't have humility, then you will not be in the place to receive grace when God has given it to you. Number two, write this down. Not only is grace released to those who walk in the yield of humility, but our spiritual power is in direct proportion to our yield of submission. Verse 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. When I say the word submit, immediately some of you cringe. When I say the word submit, some of you stiffen up. Because none of us like that word submit. The word submit has this connotation of coming under someone's authority. Yet, here's what the Bible says. Listen to me well. In the Greek, the word is hupotasso. It means submit. It is also a military word that means to come under authority as though someone is in a military chain of command and they come under authority. Listen to me well. Your spiritual power, your ability to resist temptation, your ability to fight off spiritual attack is in direct proportion to your willingness and ability to submit to God. Once in a while, I'll hear someone as we're talking about spiritual warfare, and I'll hear someone either on the radio or hear someone talking, and they'll say, you need to fight the devil, and you need to get your shield up, and you need to say, devil, you don't know who you're messing with because I'm a Christian, and I have power, and here's the word of God, and watch out when you're in the house. The devil better flee because you have confidence and power in the word of God, and you are a strong believer, so watch it, devil. I'm in the house. And that gets us all pumped up and excited. Yeah, watch out, devil, because I'm a devil fighter. You know what? Let me tell you. That's exactly where the devil wants you. Because I hear a lot of me, me, mine. I can fight them. I have the power. Let me tell you, your spiritual power is not derived by your spiritual confidence. Your spiritual power is directly in proportion to your willingness to, to submit to the authority of God Almighty. You can shout and scream, and you can jump up and down and holler. You can wear a t-shirt that says Demon Slayer, and you can, you know, use an ex exorcist voice as you talk to the devil, and you can 
uh, you can jump up and down and scream and shout, but one humble person that submitted to God in has great power because their power is not derived by screaming and shouting and confidence. Their power is derived by their willingness and ability to submit to the authority of God Almighty. You see, Jesus, being all human but all God, was in perfect sync with the Father. Every time Jesus commanded a demon to flee, it would flee. Every time Jesus prayed for someone to be healed, they were healed. Every time Jesus asked something to happen, he commanded authority over the waters, and it was still. Why? Because Jesus was in perfect submission to the Father. Jesus said, I do nothing of my own accord. I do only what the Father asked me to do. Even when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he prayed to the Father and he said, Father, I know what you're asking me to do. If there is any other way, I would like to choose that way, but not my will, but yours be done. Jesus was in perfect submission to the Father, so then Jesus had all the authority of the Father. Are you tracking with me? You see, a lot of us lack authority because we lack submission. When you are submitted to the Lordship of Jesus, it's not like this is my body and I do whatever I want with it. No, no, no. This is God's body. And you do what he wants with it. Listen, when you're submitted to the authority of Jesus, this is not your sexuality and you do whatever you want with it. You don't sleep with whoever you want. Hey, I can sleep with whoever I want. I can do whatever I want. No, not if you're in Christ. In Christ, you've been bought with a price. Your body doesn't belong to you. Your sexuality doesn't belong to you. It's under the authority of Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. You say, well, I don't like that. Well, that's what means to come under authority. He is in control of your life, and you are not in control of your life. That's what submission means. You say, well, Pastor, I don't like that. <laughs> well, listen, you may not like that, but that's what it means to become a Jesus follower. When you come to Jesus and you say that you are giving your life to Christ, it's not just as a Savior, it's a Lord. Following Jesus you die to yourself and you resurrect to a new person, but a person that submitted to the Lordship and authority of Jesus. You're listening to Bold Steps, the start of a message from Mark Job titled Yielding to God. We'll continue on tomorrow's program. But if you'd like to find more teachings from Mark or simply learn more about the Bold Steps ministry, be sure to visit us online at boldstepsradio.org. Hey friends, today we have the great honor of sitting down in the studio with a very special Moody graduate, Dr. Gary Chapman. Gary, you've created quite a legacy and had quite an impact with your book, The Five Love Languages, that has helped countless couples grow closer together. But you also have a book that helps us grow closer to God. Yeah, that book is entitled, God Speaks Your Love Language. <laughs> and I, I wrote it because people had asked me, what is God's love language? And I read again the scriptures and found out, hey, God speaks all five of these things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is wonderful. But I also started looking about you know, how we can enhance our relationship with God. 
And just by nature, I think, if uh, physical touch is our love language, for mm-hmm. example, we're the kind of people just by nature, we raise our hands and worship God. We get on our knees when we pray. I mean, physically, we're involved with God, you know. And I think if people look at their love language and look at the way they normally worship God or love God, they're going to find there's a tremendous parallel there. It's a fascinating study. I love it. So there you go. I highly recommend that you get this book, God Speaks Your Love Language, especially if you're saying, I want to get closer to God and understand the language that I can express best my love to God. Mark and Gary, thank you so much. We'll send our listeners a copy today. All you do is give us a financial gift to support this ministry. Call 844-615-7363. That's 844-615-7363. Or request a copy of this Bold Step gift online at boldstepsradio.org. You can also send your gift and request the book in the mail. Simply address your letter to Bold Steps, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. One more time, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. And if you're a regular listener of this program and you enjoy the teaching, why not become a bold partner? Your support will help cover the costs of bringing this practical Bible teaching to you day after day, week after week, And we really do rely on our partners, no question about it. So partner with us today. Sign up at boldstepsradio.org. Plus, when you do give a financial gift of $30 or more each month, we'll send you a link for 50% off any selection from the online store at moodypublishers.org to use as often as you like. Again, just go to boldstepsradio.org to sign up and become a bold partner today. I'm Wayne Shepherd, inviting you to join us again tomorrow for the conclusion of this message titled, Yielding to God. We're learning how true spiritual influence comes from genuine humility. Listen Tuesday to Bold Steps with Mark Joe. Bold Steps is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.